Hey guys, so hope everybody's well and you know thanks for tuning in. Anybody that hasn't been um keeping up to date or listening, I'm in Flagstaff, Arizona. Um that's seven thousand feet of altitude. I'm training for Houston Marathon, um, which I guess is six and a half weeks from now. Um so training's starting to get harder um but it's also starting to get better. So um today was the first time that you know I'd I'd mentioned that part of this build up it was kinda like rep- repetitive blocks. So, you know, you're you're gonna do three weeks of training and, and then you're gonna have a you know, a slightly easier recovery week and then at the end of the easier recovery week you do you know a somewhat harder longer session um and then you you know you start another three week block and then within that starting of the new three week block well then you might repeat some sessions or similar sessions to what you did in the first block so it's it's kind of the today was one of those first opportunities to go and do a session that I'd already done um probably three weeks ago now. Um but yeah, but basically to repeat a session that I'd already done and so with that brings um probably a little bit of nerves. Um you 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 know you know how you did last time. You've just trained for three more weeks and so of course the expectation would be that it would go better. Um that's not always the case. Sometimes weather illnesses injuries little things come up and so you can't always be um faster but if you've had good sleep and and good recovery and and you know you've trained well and trained smart and trained at the right intensity then by all intents and purposes when you come back to repeat a similar session you know there there should be progress um so today well, I, I suppose I'll talk about the weekend first. So I had my easier week, um, which was which was great. Um, really enjoyed that, and that then led to on Saturday I drove to well, Haas drove me down to Phoenix, Arizona. Um, so I'm at sitting at seven thousand feet right now. Phoenix, Arizona, is about twelve hundred feet, so it's it's essentially sea level. Um, it's not belfast sea level which is zero feet but you know it's it's as close as we get and it really doesn't impact performance but i set that up to be a bit of a test and the only the only kind of excuse i was pretty nervous because i didn't really have any excuses and that brings its own layer of nerves because if you if you you know maybe don't if it doesn't go as well as you perhaps thought it was going to go then you can get a bit upset about that and you can think it's like oh my god it's me it's my fitness or it's my ability as an athlete all these kind of things can creep in so we drove down and the only thing i was nervous about sorry was the not the drive down in terms of you know a two and a half hour drive i i you know i didn't really give a shit about that i just know from past experiences when I've drove down to sea level, I never feel that great at first. So I've often, um, probably two years ago when I when I trained for Houston Marathon, um, I used to we used to drive down on a Friday night, um, stay, 
you know, in an Airbnb in Phoenix. Um, and then I would, you know, do a session the next morning. And I just, I have to say, I just never felt great. I never really felt like I adapted to sea level that well. And there's a, there is science. I don't know the science, but, you know, I, I chatted to Rob after Saturday and, um, he said it essentially takes it can take 12 hours at least um to fully adjust to sea level and so yeah i was a wee bit i was just a wee bit bummed because i'd had the easy week it it had felt like a bit of a taper week and i really had this ambition that you know i was just going to feel really good and um in the end it i just had to work pretty hard for um, probably the last four or five mile of the, you know, the 12 mile. And, you know, I, I really had visions of me going down and, you know, halfway through joking with Haas, like, hey, let's do 20, you know. And um, needless to say, it, it just did not pan out that way. And there's nothing, like, believe me, there's 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 nothing wrong with the fitness. The, the fitness is in a really good place. It's it's just I know from past experiences that I don't do too well when I drop straight down. For example, when I when I first left Font Rameau, um, day one. So day one, I went for a run that evening, and I ran around Richmond Park, and I was struggling on that. Um, and then I went for a run the next morning with um, my buddy Scott Overall, and we were running at maybe only like six minute mile pace, five fifty, six minute mile pace. And I just remember thinking, like, fuck's sake, like it 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 really dented my spirits at the time because basically I had just done this camp in Font Rameau, you know, the week before I think I had done a twenty mile run and I'd been running like five twenties at altitude and feeling really good and thinking, oh my God, I'm 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 super fit. I'm in a really good place and and then you know you've fast forward a week later you're at sea level you're running slower and you're feeling shit and and so you do start to question things and i remember at the time thinking like fuck like the reason i was so excited about my fitness is because i assumed when i left altitude i'd be faster that was the that was the big thing you know i i wasn't excited that i could do 20 miles at 520 I was excited that had I been at sea level that day, it might have been 5.05. Um, so then what happens is, is I got pretty fucking negative and that's like, I guess that's day one down from altitude. And then on day three, I do a 12 mile tempo and I average 4.55 and I feel incredible and my attitude changes drastically and you know, if anyone that followed me on Strava, you know, I, I put this really quick tempo up there and, and, you know, I like the comments, something like, you know, only 14 miles to go or something like this. Cause I, I was excited about it. It really, it really filled me with quite a, quite a lot of confidence. And, and then I remember three days later, Rob set, I think it was like 5k going 400 hard, 200 float, 400 hard, 200 float. And then I took like three minutes recovery. And then I did a four mile tempo on the track. And I probably averaged 442 or 444, something like that. And I remember thinking in the space of Sunday 
I'm extremely disappointed, devastated, thinking my fitness isn't as good as I thought. Tuesday, I'm elated, thinking I can run 207, 208. And then Friday, I run the four-mile tempo at the end of the session and average 442 or whatever it was. And I remember thinking I can run 61 minutes. And so, and then I go and do that, you know, a week later, I go to Larn and run 61 minutes. And so, I guess I'm not going to get too disheartened by Saturday. I still did 12 miles and average like 458. And actually, in the scheme of things, it's kind of what I'd been missing. I'd been missing like longer, a longer tempo-y type effort where my heart rate kind of sits. You know, I think I average 167 heart rate. And so, you know, that's a that's a pretty big effort for 12 mile, um, especially when today I did four times two mile and like in the last rep, as in the last two mile rep, I think my average heart rate was 167. So, you know, on Saturday, they've done 12 mile at that kind of, the, <laughs> the interesting thing is, is I averaged 455 pace today at 7,000 feet. And so does someone want to explain to me <laughs> why I averaged 458 on Saturday? Um, yeah, I don't really know the fucking answer to that question. Um, I, I just think I didn't adjust very well. And um, and I actually, you know, I, I think with the way the fitness is feeling that um, I, I, w- I, I don't think I was wrong to think I probably could have went down there. I really thought I could have ran 12 miles at 4.55, feeling pretty damn good, and then I, I had hopes that I'd run the last two or three mile, maybe even at 4.45, something like that, and, and you know, pick it up and, and push it on a bit, and that can sound quite ambitious, and um, but actually it's not, like for, for the fitness and, and the level um, of athlete I've got to, and, and how I've been training up here at 7,000 feet, it's you know, I, I it, it's something I probably should have been capable of doing. And like I said, based on my experience coming down from Font a year ago, um, I wouldn't be surprised, yeah, if it was just that my body just simply didn't adjust straight away. And, and like I said, I've, I've kind of had experience with that in the past. So today was, was that first time that, you know, like I talked about that I was sort of repeating um schedule so it was a chance to go back and do a session in the same place same session same recovery etc etc um and today i averaged so the first time i did it i averaged 1006 four times two mile and averaged 1006 um today would have been let's see 510 um, 20, 30, 30 divided by four, seven and a half. Um, today I averaged 9.52. Yeah, so 10.06 down to 9.52. I averaged um, 14 seconds, so seven seconds a mile faster. I mean, that's that's pretty fucking good improvement, um, seven odd seconds a mile faster. But it But it's not unheard of. That is that is what you know you'd expect. Um, five, maybe five seconds, five to ten seconds per mile. Um, I I have to say, my quads were tired from Saturday, so 
I was a little bit negative going into the session. The warm-up felt really hard work. Yesterday felt really hard work. I was I was actually really tired yesterday morning when I woke up, like sleepy tired, not like body. Um, so today, today I was clearly really happy and really excited about that. So I thought like, nice, like um that's what we wanted you know you you like i said you in three weeks time you you really should have moved forward um it's the by by quite a way the the best longer rep session i've ever done um at a sort of higher altitude um especially when i think back even to you know before london and i tried to do i tried to do an eight mile tempo at 5,000 feet in font it at like sub five um and i remember getting to mile three at 455 to four, the five minute pace and having to stop and then i really didn't find the next part of the session easy like two mile three by a mile um and so you know at a higher altitude today 2,000 feet higher to be knocking out two mile reps at 455 pace is is extremely impressive um I've no doubt if I wanted to, I could do two times four mile at sub five. Um, and I think the when I ran 28.30 for 10K, I did a four mile as hard as I could, an average 4.54. So, you know, that tells you that things are in a, things are in a really good place. The fact that I, I genuinely believe I could do that twice right now, like two times four mile. Um I just can't necessarily explain why um, Saturday just didn't. I mean, I, I can I can tell you that I have an idea. Like, you know, the the longest reps I've been doing is one mile or two mile. I did do like a five or six mile tempo down at Camp Verde, but um, yeah, I can't really neglect that. So that's really not the issue. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I can't really tell you the issue. You you can have an idea how you're going to feel getting into a session. And like I said, we, we set up Saturday to be perfect, except for the drive down. I probably should have went Thursday night, stayed in an Airbnb, ran easy Friday, and then did the test on Saturday. But who the fuck's got two days to bugger off to sea level? And, you know, it, it kind of upsets your altitude camp and it's just not necessarily feasible and so it was really we were really hoping that you know saturday but at the end of the day it's the longest tempo i've done at marathon potential marathon pace and so you know fuck it you, you take it on the chin and you try not to analyze it too much and um you move on and, and you know today was a today was a really good day to move on to um today did give me um a little bit of ideas i suppose you could say um like today if you do four times two mile and you average 456 per mile right 456 per mile four times two mile at 7000 feet you probably aren't crazy to assume had you done that at sea level it would have been four times two mile at probably 445 maybe even 440 um that's roughly the conversion for 7000 feet um but here's the but but the fact of the matter is 
you did four times two mile at 4.56. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're trying to run 26 miles at that pace, you you probably need to be doing more running at that pace and not getting recovery every two mile. Um, so it's, it's, it's one of the issues with altitude. Um, I would have to, for me to do, let's say three times four mile, if I wanted to do three times four mile today, um, I'd probably have to go... 520, 5.10, 5 minutes, something like that. Um, and then the problem is you've actually ran zero miles at the speed that you need to run the marathon because marathon pace now is probably 4.55. Um, and so, yeah, you can you can see the problem. Altitude's tough, you know, it, it really is tough. Um, and so there lies the the issue i spoke to rob this afternoon and and i sort of told him that it's kind of getting to i'm kind of getting to the end of my rope you could say with altitude and i feel like i've put in a you know a really good shift and and a lot of really good work and um i have a feeling if you know the next the next three sessions would be friday next tuesday next friday and I'd I'd really like to see them out. So I'd you know I'd I'd really like to stick to those next three sessions and, and I really, you know, hope they go well. Um but then I guess there's about five weeks to go at that stage. And with five weeks to go, I'd really like to start um like I think I, I think the session a week later, so like it might be like in two weeks time. I think it's three times five mile. And that's the kind of session I'd probably really like to do it at sea level and I know that I banked, you know, 15 mile at or quicker than, you know, the speed I'm going to run um, in Houston. And then remember before I did Houston or sorry, before I did London and ran 209, um, three weeks before I actually did Larne and I ran 13 mile and averaged 440, I think it was 440 per mile. And that's that's a big lift to the confidence. So you know you're standing on the start line of your next race, thinking, "Well, fuck! If I can, if I if I know I can already get to halfway, you know, fifteen seconds a mile to twenty seconds a mile quicker than I need to, it's a pretty big lift for the confidence." Whereas when you're at seven thousand feet, you're you're really not banking confidence that you're not gonna do. It's very difficult to do sessions that are going to give you that confidence that right you know you know if i did a 12 mile tempo at altitude i might average 510 and then i'm standing on a start line thinking fuck i average 510 like i don't even know if i can get to halfway um and of course it's at 7000 feet and there's all these kind of not excuses but conversions and things like this but there's nothing quite like just doing it you know marking a loop marking a two mile loop you know get your fucking wheel out mark a two mile loop bang out 12 mile on it and and see where you're at so it's looking likely that's what i'd like to do Um, i'm still going to stay in america the the plan was always to stay in america um but i'm tweaking i'm rob doesn't think you know especially after another 10 days that would be six weeks at altitude um rob really doesn't think of of much more 
that I would gain much more by, you know, staying at altitude longer. That said, I'm in a, a brilliant situation. I've talked about this already. The house is brilliant. I'm sleeping really good here. Um, I, I have massage. There's there's plenty of perks. And so you're you're weighing up um, the perks against um, maybe a bit of unknown. If I went to Louisiana, I know the area. Um, I know a lot of people there. Um, I know roughly where I'd be training and, and how that would look. And um, I have a lot of confidence in that. I just need to figure out some um, treatment options so I could, you know, maybe get massage. And um, massage is really enough. That's with all the gym and stuff I do. I don't think I need too much more than that. So, look, things are things are in a pretty good place. It, it's nice when you follow a simple system. Um, you know, you, you stick to that half marathon tempo type stuff and, and then some sessions you work a little bit harder than that. And now you're starting to, well, I am like, especially today, you know, you've, when I'd left sea level, I had already got tempo back to a pretty good place, you know, 445 to 450. I think for me to, for me, for me to be able to say today, you know, it's safe to say that, my heart rate stayed in a good place. I got four times two miles done. You know, for me to be able to say that my, you know, tempo-y pace at 7,000 feet today was, you know, 455 per mile, that's that's really impressive for me. So, um, really, really happy with that. Um, but yeah, now it's kind of, now it's really getting to a place in time where it becomes more about what does the body need. So, you have to what it what is the problem right so you troubleshoot the problem is in seven weeks time six and a half weeks time you have to run 26 miles without recovery you know on one day and then you say all right well what are we working with and and right now we're working with an athlete that you know is clearly focused and and clearly fit and and clearly in a in a great spot and and then a you know, a coach or, or yourself would say, okay, well, what have you been doing? And you look at what you've been doing and you'd say, right, well, you know, you've got that in a great place and you've, you've got that in a great place, but you know, he'd probably, they'd probably look at my program and say, I think we need, um, some longer runs. And I'd say, fine. Yeah. Like I, I don't love doing probably over like 18 miles at 7,000 feet. Cause you just get fucking tired, really tired, um, and and I find that yeah, my body just gets knackered doing that. So you'd be like, all right, well, you know, it kind of looks like you need to do a couple of long runs, and then you'd say, you know, what else? And you'd say, right, well, you know, your your tempo reps are at a good intensity, and and you're doing two mile reps, but you know, I'd you know, you train for a marathon, I'd, I'd probably I'd probably like to see you do something like six mile tempo at marathon effort on the front end so you do maybe six mile at marathon effort and then maybe you do (coughs) two or three times two mile at half marathon effort (coughs) sorry about that (coughs) so that would be quite a big day but um that's probably likely where it needs to go to or you do three times four mile and you start at sort of marathon effort stroke speed and you progress down to, you know, possibly even half marathon speed. So at sea level, that might look like 
four mile at five minute pace, four mile at 450, and then, you know, four mile at hopefully 445. Um, or, you know, five minutes, 454, 448, you know, something like that where you're where you're moving through the gears and, and hopefully you're feeling pretty good doing it. Um, you could also do, um, you know, 12 mile progression run where you're doing four miles at 505, four miles at um, 457 right at race pace and then hopefully four miles at 450. And these things are possible at sea level, but because you have to slow the speed down, I don't love it at altitude. Because you're you are teaching your body a bad rhythm. It's it's I think it's that simple. You're you're teaching your body how to be a good, you know, two eighteen, two seventeen to two twenty marathoner by running at five twenty pace down to five ten. Or like a two fifteen to two twenty marathon runner. But I really think when you get to the point where you're trying to run 26 miles under five minutes, to me, sub five minute miling is a is a different cadence. This is obvious, different cadence to like 510 to 520. I think when your marathon pace, when, when my marathon pace was 505, 510, 508, etc., etc., I kind of got away with it. I got away with doing 515, 520, etc., etc., but now that you're trying to run 4.55, which, let's be honest, guys, that's not fucking about. You have to train at that speed and speeds faster. And I could do, you know, I could do 20 times 800. And I could run all 20 of those 800s at, let's say, 224, 72s, 4.48 per mile. But even though I'll bank... 10 miles at 448 per mile at 7,000 feet it's still only 800 meters and then you're getting recovery and it's just not you are teaching your your body a nice rhythm you know there's no doubt about it you're you're teaching it a nice rhythm but then when I went to do that 12 mile tempo on Saturday and I got to like mile five and I realized this is kind of the furthest tempo I've been doing the mental concentration element comes in and that mental concentration element is have you been used to doing longer efforts and and at the minute I have not been so that's probably where a coach would come in and be like well hey look we'll we'll fix a few things we'll we'll tweak a few of these things and I'm starting to think it wouldn't do any harm to be doing longer reps longer tempos at sea level now <sighs> The answer could be stay at altitude, but, you know, maybe twice plan in, like plan where I go down on the Thursday and I I don't come back until the Saturday or, you know, go down Sunday, do the session Tuesday and then come back. Um, That's an option. And and that way you you adjust and and you get to to do your session and, and then you come back and you've achieved roughly what you wanted to achieve while still um keeping your altitude clock running but i i do believe i get a bit tired around like five or six weeks at altitude i just think i start to get a bit tired um you know when you let's talk 
let's be nerdy and talk like aura ring and heart rate variability and rest and heart rate things like that at altitude are impacted quite a bit so your rest and heart rate is going to be up your heart rate variability is going to be down and then when you spend two weeks at sea level three weeks at sea level those things really start to get to a good place heart rate variability goes way up and rest and heart rate goes down there really is no easy days at altitude which is brilliant for for fitness and you know for like i said for five or six weeks your your fitness just goes up and up and up and up and up but i do think it can get to a tipping point and then when it gets to that tipping point you have to be very careful that you you're not just clinging to the idea of altitude versus giving the body what it needs so look um next three sessions at least they're still going to be up at seven thousand feet and they're going to be sessions that have already done or some of them are going to be new for example on friday i'm actually going to do the session i mentioned earlier the 400 400 at 10k pace and then a 200 meter float and then i take a bit of recovery three four minutes and then i do a four mile tempo so i'll do that friday morning and then i think friday night i'm gonna do something like six by a k and but not hard just that like tempo effort so it's going to be my first double day i think of the the build-up um and then next week again i'll be very simple sessions eight times a mile i did those i did six times a mile and then hills so i'm looking to do eight times a mile and then either hills or 400s um and i think tuesday is a bit of a tempo at camp verde i'll probably do the five mile tempo and then three times a mile so five mile tempo probably 450 to 455 um and then three times a mile at probably 440 um and that's a that's a pretty solid day um but i actually have to go because i need to go and get egg noodles for dinner and if i don't i'm probably going to get lectured so i should probably definitely do that um but look guys thanks for listening oh yeah i i don't know if i told you that i cancelled the flight home you know i i had this bargain business ticket that i mean it should have probably cost like two and a half grand and you know i got it for i think 700 quid um which is a fucking bargain and it was so so hard for me to let that go but it was also just fucking with me i was waking up every day and still debating the flight home because it was business and it kind of looked good and made sense but no i'm really committed to this this build up to houston and um yeah, I really want to see what, you know, Stephen Scullion can do without the chaos and the drama. So, um, yeah, wish me luck. And look, I, I hope you guys are doing, I, I often do just talk about myself for a good 30 minutes. And um, I, I understand that, you know, some people gain from that and, and maybe apply some of what I'm saying to what they're doing. And um, But yeah, you know, I, I really do hope the listeners are doing good too. And um you know you're living your life right now so if there's things you've been putting off um things you know you should be doing or things you know you'd like to do like you know buckle up and get it done you know you can do it i keep saying you know if i can do this like you guys can do it there's 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 nothing sure there's bits of talent involved and all the rest of it but believe me psychologically there's no 
there was no talent upstairs with me you know I really had to work on that and I work every session today I doubt myself four times two mile I have to nurse my way through it come on you can do another mile stay focused 1200 to go etc etc this this is not easy for me but I just find ways to you know get good training done and then that leads to good races so apply yourselves and believe in yourself um and and yeah like maybe something special will happen take care bye bye